listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's Footy Talk, Journos edition, Michael Chamis, Sydney Morning Herald, Nine, all that. What do we got? Tiger Town, Jerome yeah. Luai. Is he heading there? Danny Widler, Nine News, Sun mm, Herald. I want to talk about Chammy's new look. I'm, oh, I'm concerned. Mm, I'm concerned too. Bumper edition of Journo's edition of Footy Talk right here. Danny Widler, Michael Chamis. Hello, gents. Adam, great to be here. White T-shirt day for you, Blake. Yes, Thanks. lovely. One of it, one of us, though, haven't uh, kind of slicked up the arms. Yeah, I was I just was was just pointed out to me, Chammy, have you shaved your arms? <laughs> <laughs> There's no denial there, is there? There's no yeah. denial. Well, you like this stuff. Oh, actually, you're from the east. You like this stuff. Well, have you I, seen I, hair on arms? No. Have you seen what an Arab looks like before? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, I'm just that, that just can I touch touch it? that's sensual. Have a look, feel it. <laughs> what did you use? Is it what's that product? It's called a razor. Oh, you didn't use some sort of special waxing laser? No, nah, no. Nah, laser or razor? Look, I've never I've never shaved. How long before. did that take? Went to the shower. I just did a bit How of many razors? Listen, <laughs> I felt like I'd been Listen. a little bit I started to get fit a little bit working landscaping in the so back you shaved front your yard. Arms. First thing I think started I wanted to go get. for a run, got a bit of a tan. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I'm in holiday mode. You saw the line in my hair. I told oh, where's you, the line gone? It's come back. It's back, okay. baby. So I thought I'd continue that holiday feel <laughs> and I shaved my arms. Do you do this for effect just so we've got something to talk about? I mean, there's no other reason. You, yeah, there's right. no other reason you do <laughs> no, this. No, I just did it. So Why do you do here. your legs as well? I clip my legs. I'm right. a hairy guy. You are a hairy guy. So I've got to clip my In legs. Most keep parts. Oh, I've never seen someone shave their arms before. Yeah. I haven't done well, it. Well, mate. That's, I'm old, so that's, that's probably why. the least why. concerning thing we've what heard about, in this building. I'll tell you what's been the most concerning <laughs> hair story in this building. That, the fact that Brent Reed had never heard of manscaping before and then went and did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on air. Well, we, we were having lunch <laughs> with him once. I know, it might have been dinner. Where were we? Somewhere. And I think Emma Lawrence just said something about manscaping. Oh, God. And he yeah. says, oh, I've never touched them. And when I'm a surprise, the missus. Oh, there you go. God. Kylie was Cleared surprised the forest, what huh? was actually there. <laughs> <laughs> Cleared the Twiggy Forest. Oh, we'll get yeah. to Twiggy a bit later on as well. Did you get the um, crack back and sack deal as well? No, I just did oh. my arms okay, in the cool. shower just for you. For <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Can you do your legs for next week? I'll cl- I've, they're due for a clip. Yeah. He's going to go one body part at a time for us. Yeah. Thankfully, we're off here That's after a good week. job, Chammy. It's a razor. How it's hard pr- is it? It's professional. Mm. Yeah, it feels good, hey? It looks really good. Well, good no, you look good, Chammy. I told my dad, he used to get angry at me if he tried to clip my body. Anyway. Clip your what? When be I was young. Oh, didn't let me, didn't let me like clip my legs. Used to get in trouble. Be a real man. We've got so much, like yesterday when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about, because it's the off season, we thought, what are we going to talk about? But we've got things yeah, to talk about for uh, fun here. Yeah, you're on fire. It's a good start so far. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're meant to be on holidays, I correct? Am. I am. Can't you tell by the arms? <laughs> Why did you write an article a matter of days ago? Technically, I didn't really write an article. Well, was I did. your byline on it? Well, my name was on it. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that the, the, the dragons were going to be sponsored by Twiggy Forest's Squadron Energy, but yep. I'd, I'd actually written it five weeks ago. You told me about this a while ago. Oh. Yeah, and I was asked, and this happens quite often. I was asked by the club to please hold off on the deal because it hadn't been finalised. Oh, okay. So I had the story written, and I've been waiting, waiting, waiting for the go, and then I got a call on Saturday saying, "Look, 
it's not done yet, but other people are aware of this and you've done us a favour by not running the story so for that's five good, weeks. Good to, that's good that the club treated you like yeah. that. Yeah. And so I went back on that day and instead of saying has set has signed the deal, I said set to and on the verge of. And mm. yeah, Is this so. it's got a few people excited, obviously. Does it mean that the start of something bigger or more well, or is it an upgrade on something that's existing? Well, we that- know that the St. George Bank's long-standing association is going to end at the end of this season. So At the end of 24. At the end of 24, yeah. yeah. And, and now that Squadron Energy, Twiggy's company, is going to be the back of jersey sponsor for this year and then for 24 and then 25 become the major sponsor. It's significant in the fact that this is, what, the second richest man in Australia mm. um, and they've already got, you know, Bruce Gordon win as their – 50% He's shareholder. Not short of a quid. Mm. Exactly. So there's some heavy mm. backers. Mm. They need to get Clive dragons. Palmer involved for a triple threat. Let's leave Clive to his dinosaurs or whatever he's got. <laughs> oh, it's massive. I, I, the thing is, Dragons fans are probably thinking, oh, we're going to get some third parties. It's not going to work that way. Uh, Major sponsors cannot give players any money. They can contribute to the club in any form. He, he Build may up be the infrastructure. To, yeah, he may be able to write them a check for $500,000 for your centre of excellence or – I'm sure there are ways they can utilise the wealth of Jamie, do you reckon? Um, Forest. Do you reckon that private ownership could be on the cards? Well, that's I mean, well, that's where you have to wonder whether he's going to get involved and something more could happen, you know what I, I mean? What I think, if I'm Peter Valandis, I'm on the phone to Twiggy Forest today and let's, let's, maybe we could suggest it no. to him a bit later. No, no, no. Still no. banned. But don't you ring the guy and say, mate, glad that – because he's he's been – heavily invested in rugby union. He's basically kept the Western force afloat for a number of years. He's a rugby union man. The fact that he can see the value in rugby league, to me, in a time where we're talking about going to 20 teams over the next five to 10 years, surely the phone call from the NRL is, mate, how serious are you about rugby league and will you back a team in Perth? Because that, to me, is the logical value in PNG. Well, yeah, well, no, I think PNG is happening and nothing that's going to change that at the moment. But the NRL is talking about going to 20 teams. And one of those you'd imagine is going to be Perth. And if you've got Twiggy Forrest investing in rugby league and questioning maybe his investment in rugby union, mm. I'd love to see it. Jamie, there's a line in your story about Chris O'Keefe, the, <laughs> who was a, a Dragons tragic 2GB host, um, yeah. husband of the great Vonnie Sampson. Yeah. Um, what role did he play? Mr. Sampson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the one who actually brokered the meeting between the Dragons and uh, Do you know how that came about? Energy. Well, I think he's got mutual – well, he has a relationship with someone who works for mm. Twiggy Forest, and Chris is a Dragons tragic. Uh, he's been very disappointed with the direction of the club over the last few years, and he's been quite passionate. And I actually saw Chris and quoted Chris. He was at the Dragons breakfast, the Dragons way at the start, probably about two months ago, at Congress mm. and George Leagues. And he stood up there in front of everyone in the room when Shane Flanagan was talking and said, for the first time in a long time, since Wayne Bennett's been at this club, we feel like we are going in the right direction under Shane mm. Flanagan. And He's a passionate fan and the fact that he's been able to help orchestrate this deal, I'm sure it's a, a badge of honour for Chrissy. He's quite happy. Ooh, I've, I've spoken with him. How, how long till that happens, till he's on the board or you know, well, beyond? Could, oh, I think there's been some interest about having discussions, about having him in some sort of capacity in that role. CEO. Now I'm not sure. CEO, yeah, he wants the Ryan <laughs> Webb look out. But he's a Dragons tragic. We know that he, he wants – the club to do well and he's got connections. He's a he's a, a very, very good journalist, one of the best journalists in the country. And he's got connections, political connections as well. Mm. That'd be good. Like when because uh, he's on talkback radio and if something bad happens with the dragons, he's the chairman. He can interview himself. <laughs> <laughs> he just split himself in two and he, just interview. He could himself. hammer himself because he does hammer <laughs> blokes. <on laughs> yeah, he doesn't miss sometimes. <laughs> He'll be on radio more than Lee Hadjipentelis. Oh, hey, well, uh-huh. not if you have anything to do with it. Hey, just on <laughs> just on that story, that notion of how 
you held on to it at yep. the request of the club. Yep. I don't know either of you two because this happens all the time. All you just the time. go, can you can you not? Can you not? Because this is going to make life increasingly mm-hmm. difficult for us. But have you ever held on to a yarn and then it's got out anyway? Yep. So you're holding always, it and then, always and does happens. it do you immediately pick up the phone to the club and go thanks a lot or do you just it's part of the gig and you've got to get I on think Chammy's more volatile than I am. <laughs> is that fair to say? Yeah. Is with his uh, razor. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I get so, a little bit more yeah, than Danny, yeah. You, you, you get annoyed, but you, you just think, oh, well, it's part of it. And hopefully yeah. next time it won't happen. But you don't like it. But you have, to get, you have to get annoyed at him because if you don't, then people think, oh, well, he's a, he's a walkover. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, I can do whatever. It happened the other day to me, to be honest with you. Mm. I told Widler weeks ago that Jerome Law was going to get a four year, $4.5 yes, million dollar offer from the Tigers. And you sat on it? Well, well stupidly, I sat on it. Yeah, you did. You should have. No, you yeah, you pack of idiots. <laughs> no, but, it was, but some, it, was Chammy's, it was Chammy's yarn. I'm not going to. some things that you, you have to be able to have a relationship happens with a people. Lot. And yeah. sometimes they call in favours. Yep. And the favour sometimes is you will cruel this for us if you go and write this story. Now, I reckon it happens once a week. Yeah, yeah. once a week. Easy. Yeah, easy. What's, yeah, a, what's another example that you've been? Oh, I'm, I, off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly, but I, there's been some bulldog oh, stuff recently. Bulldog stuff, yeah. yeah. Where I've had to. Yeah, well, I've sort of said, well, like, I know this. And I said, well, can you wait? Mm. And I wait and He's I see sitting on it else. now probably. He's probably got a lot of Bulldogs gold. Have you? Well, other teams as well. How many right now, as we sit here right now, how many yarns are you sitting on that you, you – Oh, there's lots of little things, but yep. significant, maybe one. Okay. Yeah. Jerome Luai, meeting with Cameron Seraldo, you're probably sitting on that. Oh, okay. We're not talking about well, that. Well, you speak to Cameron. Cameron's a good fella. I'd be very surprised if, well, he, hasn't, they, if he hasn't met with Jerome Luai. But I, I think they speak all the time, don't they? Yeah, like I'm they've sure. got a good line of communication. I'm not saying they're daily buddies to speak, but they would be speaking regularly. There was something quite funny I saw a couple of weeks ago, actually. Jerome Luai caught up with Viliami Kikau, mm. and I think where that, did you see this? Um, someone showed it to me, mm-hmm. and there may have been a post from Jerome's father, Martin, with I think Kikau, and mm. and you're smiling because you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is one of those things that he holds. This mm. is like he hasn't written it because it would upset the Godfather. <laughs> But a post of uh, Jerome Luai with a Bulldogs hat, wasn't it? Wasn't it the post? No. Uh, just really? mucking around with Kikau. Like, didn't they, look. Well, Kikau's got form here after the polo shirt, on. thanks to the security guard at Belmore before time. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I think Kikau put the hat on. Okay. Well, hang on. Brad Brandon Best Brad had Tigers on Jerome last week on Instagram. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, he, put, he put Tigers up. And, and like, <laughs> we saw in um, Brent Reed's column that, you know, Bizza put up an engaged signal on uh, – on Nathan Cleary's page, yeah, the soccer ball, the yeah, soccer ball, yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and oh, I, you never know how much to read into these. I actually things. think Jerome's enjoying this. Yeah. I think Jerome is enjoying. It's not a circus, but I think Jerome is enjoying the attention, enjoying being wanted, and I think that's where he got upset with Ivan Cleary's comments. Is because I think Penrith should read the room, and this guy just wants a bit of love. And he's getting that. He's got a new management company. He's going around. Anyone who gets a new management company is looking at their options seriously. They're not, of course. They're not doing it for fun. They're not doing it. I mean, the new management will be more likely to say, well, look, this is what we can bring you. We're doing our job. So why wouldn't why wouldn't you take one of the offers we can bring in? Yeah. That's probably how they get paid as well. Yeah. I can see both sides here yeah. clearly. Penrith, absolutely within their rights to go, look, here's what we're going to afford, 850 or whatever the figure is. You're going to win here. Are you happy with winning? Or you're happy with money? 
full stop. If you're happy with money, go because you're, you're worth, what are we hearing now, like 1.4 nah, around places. Nah, I, I think that that sort of talk is That's often, rubbish. I, I think it's I more think one, it's one. Well, I still, reckon one, one he'll get from the Tigers and I reckon he'll, man, he might be able to push him well, to a, a million five-year deal. That's an upgrade of a million bucks over four years, five years. I yeah, reckon he'll end up from the Tigers, five years, 5.7, And conversely, Jerome's well within his rights to do this because – like when he's 32 and he's walking around no with bad knees, no one's looking after him. So yeah. he might as well look after himself right of now. Of course. And and he's valuable to another club. I, I, I'll say it again. I don't think Jerome is worth more than what Penrith offered him to Penrith. Yeah. With Nathan Cleary at the club, you're not paying a second half over a million dollars. He's not worth to Penrith that money. Chammy, but found, he is to the Tigers and he is to the Bulldogs. Have you found it interesting how they kind of left him to last? Like they, they went through they all haven't. their – their other options. That's a furphy. They haven't. Well, that's what's being said. No, because they went to Jerome at the start of the season and said, mate, what do you want to do? Like, you want to have a chat? And they've known that the management situation has been bubbling Correct. around in the background. And Jerome hasn't wanted to do a deal because what's happening right now is what Jerome wanted so to So could happen. Jerome have got a million out of Penrith at the start of the year? He would never have got a million out of Penrith. He, I just don't think Penrith feel that he's worth that to them. Mm. Uh, Dylan Edwards was off contract. People saying he's worth a million dollars to other clubs. He's not worth a million at Penrith. Mm. He just They just can't afford to keep them at that Who rate. Who knows more about the Penrith um, salary cap? Ivan Cleary, Michael Chamis or Brian Fletcher? <laughs> <I think laughs> Probably Michael Matt Cameron, none of the, <laughs> Matt, none Cameron, of the above. Matt Cameron as well. Sorry, yeah. he was the one I left out. Yeah. Far out, Chammy. But You're all over it. It just makes – you win premierships. You've got so many good players. Not everyone can take the big money. Nathan's your marquee man on a million – one three, one four, whatever it is. More probably. More. Maybe mm. dad's giving him some pocket money for the canteen. You just can't pay everyone. And he's worth mm. eight fifty to that club. I don't think it's a bad deal. The two-year part probably. If I'm Jerome Lewis, I'm saying, well, hang on a second. I'm worth a four-year deal here. Absolutely. But I don't think what they've offered him is that much more than what he's on. I think he's on just under 800 at the mm. moment. What's the better destination for him as we sit here right now? Tigers who have some depth Ooh. in that region. Ooh. Of the question. field, well, they, or they, the they, dogs who are actively looking for a playmaker. I think at the moment the dogs are more attractive, uh, simply because of the Seraldo factor. He's got a very good relationship with him, and the dogs. I I feel like whilst some of their recruitment has been criticised, they are definitely in the market. and They definitely have made progress. Like they've they have changed their roster over. I think the Tigers have a better forward pack, and the dogs have a better backline. Mm. So who do you want to play behind? Play amidst? I want. I want to play with the dogs if they get Adam Fanua Blake. The Tigers will go for Adam Fanua Blake. They are going for Adam Fanua Blake. Blake. Uh, The the thing for me is, and we know what the kind of person Jerome is. He's very much about the people that he grew up with and the people that he's close to, and he's very loyal to them. Crichton there, Kikau there, Seraldo there. Yeah, that's why it's attractive. They're three big. And I I think I don't think they have to go more than. What the Tigers have offered. No. So if both clubs offer Jerome five years, 5.8 million, where's well, he going? Yeah. I think he goes to the Dogs. I don't know if the Dogs give him I don't that know, money. I don't know if the Dogs go that high. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think the Dogs go all out like the Tigers do. I, I do I do think, though, his combination, and I'm obviously not playing together, but his relationship and his combination with Benji Marshall from a tactical point of view would be fascinating to watch. Because mm. I think Benji can see a little bit of Jerome in him making that transition from six to seven, which Benji did a little bit later in his career, sort of becoming that steadying influence on the team. I think Jerome is ready to take that step. I can think that I think they could orchestrate some sort of game plan that we would love to watch. Isn't the beauty of Jerome his absolute electric footwork, his step, uh, his 
elusiveness, his unpredictability. Benji. Is, isn't that what his value is? That's Benji, isn't well, it? But that, and you're talking about him being a playmaker. But you don't the, know. The chief playmaker. We don't know. He's never had to control yeah. the team really because Nathan's For, been Samoa he did. Samoa he did. Yeah. Took him to a World Cup mm. final. But that's what he's been asked to do though, yeah. Danny. Like he's never been asked outside of Samoa to control the team, which is why Ivan's point, which is the fact that he will be a risk to another yeah. team, is 100% He's not making on. that up. He's not making it up. Mm. What he said is 100% accurate and it's the right – and it's what he's telling him privately. Mm. I didn't expect him to say it publicly. No. Because I don't think that was the right thing to do. Mm. Just around this, around the Tigers' dog story, obviously they're the number one. Like if you if you're looking to go somewhere and, and bump up your price at the moment, the dogs and tigers or seem dragons like dragons too. At dragons as well, they've they've got money to spend. Tigers, David Clemmer, mm. like can look elsewhere. Is that yeah. the story? Yeah, it was an interesting one last week with um with David Clemmer. <laughs> I didn't didn't see it coming. I think he was. Did he see Pretty it coming? Good. Well, no, I don't think he no. saw it coming either. He was really good from this year. I think he missed like three or four tackles in the whole season, played almost every game, didn't miss a training session. Chammy, okay, we know he's a mate of yours, right? Well, you're close with yeah, him. Okay. You play PlayStation with him. I've developed a close relationship yeah. with David look, over I'm, a number of years. Look, if you're playing PlayStation with someone, you know him well. So, yeah. Chammy, you know, park your personal relationship so, aside if you No, can, that's, you're I, that's fine. I've, well, I've mates with him through this job. That's right. I mean, you're not hanging out with him every five minutes. but I PlayStation with him. <laughs> I the last couple of clubs he's been at, they've been willing to let him go. I know it's hard for you to say, but obviously he must rub some people the wrong way. Well, I don't think it's anything to do with that because what, what's it got to do with then? Well, is he on, on too much money? Well, he left Newcastle. It was on eight hundred thousand. They chipped in half that money, right, for him to go to the West Tigers. And we know that Newcastle in the end they wanted the half bait. They got Jackson Hastings. They orchestrated the deal there. Yep. There was some other salary so cap it's pressures. It could happen again. And we know what unfolded at the end of last year as well, where they threw him under the bus really with that situation around Hayden Knowles and the and spraying the trainer. Remember that? Mm. Remember? And they mm. took him off the field, and then they tried to get it. Yep. I think Phil Gardner went to HR. Yeah. Or, all that drama. Yeah. It didn't end well. It wasn't going to re- repair itself. So he's gone to the Tigers. Fresh start. He's played well. He's. I think he's, no he's been very solid. Averaged like 130, for them. 140 meters a game, which no yeah. one last year averaged over 100 meters of the West Tigers. Yeah. Didn't miss tackles, right? I think he was told at the end of the season in review that they were very happy with him. <clears> no issues whatsoever. Well, you know that. You don't. You don't think that. You know that. Well, yeah. He, he he was under no illusion that they were happy with him. Yep. But two months later, all of a sudden, is well, it no. is it a personality thing? No, Jamie? I think it's an Adam Fanua Blake thing. Yeah. Simple as I that. I think Benji Marshall has his eyes set on Adam Fanua Blake. If it all worked perfectly, he'd be gone at the end of this season. He'd, he'd stay there. He'd find another club. He's, he's on about 600 next year. Yep. How many years has he got left? He's got two years left with a yeah. mutual so his, option for his, third his year manager based is, on the amount of games that they play. His mm. manager wants a three-year deal at, other, at another club. Well, he's going to get the – he barely missed a game this year. I don't think mm. he did – well, maybe missed one game. I don't know. So but, it's not like he, he didn't miss any training sessions. He hasn't got a history of missing games of football. So he'll probably get three years at the West Tigers at 600. But this is the thing. Tim Sheens said that I'm not going to recruit anyone past my tenure without the imprimatur of Benji Marshall. Mm. So it was Benji's decision. Mm. Benji was happy for him to mm. come on a three-year deal. Yep. I just hope that whatever's going on at the moment, and I don't know this because I haven't spoken to Dave for, for about a week, that it's being communicated well internally because the thing with Benji Marshall, when he left that club the second time, his biggest gripe with the West Tigers and with Michael Maguire was the fact that it wasn't communicated to him well, that he was finding things out in the media, that, that people were avoiding the tough conversations. As a coach, having been through what he went through, having the opportunity to learn those lessons, I hope that he's implementing them now as a coach. Not only David Clemmer, but those young halves there who are reading papers 
at the moment about Jerome Luai coming to the club potentially on a $1.1, $1.2 million deal for a long term. You've bought uh, Jaden Sullivan, you've bought Latu Finer, two kids that are considered some of the best halves, young halves, you know, uh, yeah, who are, untrialed yeah, halves, who have years ahead, years of, ahead them. of them. Yeah, yeah. My point is don't not go for Jerome Luai. You mm. obviously need to go for Jerome Luai, but the communication internally, you'd like to think Benji has learnt from the coaches who didn't afford him the same luxury over the years. So on Clemmer, right, aren't we hearing everywhere that teams are desperate for front rowers? Yeah. Desperate. The dogs are desperate. I think Melbourne are looking for a, a middle, yeah. aren't they? You know, like, I mean. They're, so they're, Melbourne will find one because they or, always do. Well, shouldn't he be snapped up? Yeah, because the Tigers have now backtracked. The Bulldogs did make a call. The Bulldogs did make a call to the Tigers wondering if Dave Clemmer was there. Or, this was, it, how or it was, was it the other way around? Well, this is how it was told to me, that somehow – Phil Gould had found out about David Clemmer being shopped around and that got back to the Tigers. He asked the Tigers, are you shopping them around? Because well, I think I imagine I think, in his job he'd hear a thousand rumours a day. Well, I think Gus and Scott Fulton had um, breakfast or lunch the other yeah. day. So and that's where it may, may have come up. May have up. come up, right? Mm. Did you get No. Oh. Then Isaac Moses has found out. Who After, obviously yeah. Isaac Moses is David Clemmer's manager. Doesn't and now, have a good and now Isaac wants a three-year deal wherever he goes, a new three-year deal. Yeah, but Isaac's then blown up at the Tigers. And I think the Tigers are now trying to, whoa, 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 we weren't shopping you around, but I'm pretty sure they were the conversation was, we're yeah. shopping you around. Yeah. And the inquiry from Phil Gould, obviously, with Scott Fulton, was because of the fact that they need front rowers. I don't think Cameron Serraldo is after a front rower like David Clemmer. I think he's after someone a bit different. Adam Fleur-Blake. Correct. Speaking of which, we'll speak of him shortly. So, guys, Adam Fanua Blake, would you imagine that his future will be sorted by Christmas? Mm, good question. Thank you. Thought about it long and hard. You'd hope so. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. Are the Warriors just going to hand him over? Is he just a free agent now, is he? Well, or is there something the Warriors they, have to they, get out they of They would deal? like something back for him. Well, but what do you, how do you, like, the clubs that are really interested in him don't have a front rower to give him, do they? Yeah, but they've got another well, players. Yeah, David Clemmer, you just said. Yeah, but does Clemmer want to move well, to? No, I don't think Clemmer. He's got four kids. I don't know if he wants to move to New mm. Zealand. Make your PlayStation games a bit hard with the time difference. Mate, PlayStation's you, great. I played a lot of footy players' PlayStation. Is that still the a thing, PlayStation? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, best, the best player I've ever played number against. Number three or something or four. Tom Trebojevic <laughs> came and robbed us once. What? Robbed us. I had a FIFA tournament at my house. Yeah. Uh, with brother, some mates. I think maybe Reedy was there, Carianas, a few journos. Tommy I, I drove, Tommy drove from the Northern Beaches, <laughs> yeah. Northern Beaches, $50 buy-in and robbed us. <laughs> robbed us. Well, you play for money, do you? Yeah, we played for money. Is that legal? Is that a third-party deal? Did he oh, just... Yeah, that's to say, yeah. <laughs> he, you pay for stories. He's Kevin? unbelievable. Cash for comment. He's unbelievable. Well, to be Hang fair on. to him, and this is no disrespect to him, for the last three years, he's had a bit of spare time. <laughs> well, it was before his... It was, yeah, Tommy Trevojevic pre-superstar days, I reckon he was Oh, just, this was before then? This okay. was emerging superstar, okay, Tom yeah. Trevojevic. Well, I've never carbon. played whatever you... Well, nah, nah, game it's you're pretty boring. Yeah, you, you, you don't understand. It's pong, that, yeah. that was my yeah. last thing. Pong. Pong, what's that? You weren't even born. Where do you reckon he ends up if he's not the Warriors then? If you had to say somewhere now. I'll say Bulldogs and I think Jerome Tigers. Okay. I would say Fanua Blake Bulldogs. Yeah. yeah. And are the Warriors going to be able to elicit something out of another club? I and would it include you can have him for 2024 or that patently definitely I, I don't think is 2024 is part of the Warriors' plan. Unless, maybe unless they've got a swap. I mean, they've, they've come out and said he's, he's here in 2024, mm. then he can go. Well, they're about, to, they're about to get capable, aren't they? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had my uh, fingers across this one very closely, you know. So I, Gus, I, I Gus may have got him. a photo of Gus meeting with Fanua Blake that I passed on to the Herald desk. 
So that wasn't a plant. That was a punter. Just I believe it was a punter. One of the boys sent it to me. One of the boys. One of the boys. Who are the boys? The boys from the area. <laughs> the boys. Yeah. It's a long way from Is your that house. Like boys in the hood to Canterbury Leagues Club. It wasn't Canterbury Leagues. Oh, wasn't it? No. So what Who happened was, was Gus had some uh, business in Macca's Sydney Airport. in Brisbane. Macca's Sydney Airport. <laughs> Gus it had, was not. <laughs> Gus it's the busiest had, place on earth. <laughs> he had some business in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, which he was, and then he meeting with some young half maybe. Then he had to fly back. Uh, and Fanua Blake's schedule because he'd already had lunch with the Tigers at Haberfield Rowers. Yep. He'd met the Dragons, and the way his schedule worked was he had some time to meet at the airport. Okay, so that's why that meeting took place at the airport with Chammy's mate. Surely it was in the Qantas lounge. I don't know where it was. It looked like a Gloria Jeans or something. I don't know. <laughs> You'd think it'd be in. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. know it was at the airport. Um, I don't know where. We look at it and go, oh wow, he's been snapped with another player. He's talking to another that's player. His job. That's what happens. Like, yeah. He probably doesn't care too much. No, if, he's, like, if he didn't want it to be known, he like if have. you don't want it, if you don't want a meeting to be found out about, he like, loves it. If you don't want a meeting to be found out about, right? You I have think it. He at, loves it. I just don't yeah, think he cares. You have it at your house. <laughs> exactly. If Gus wanted it to be secret, he would have been secret. I'm sure. He knew I'm sure there are some some secret areas in Canterbury leagues or or no, yeah, not the leagues, like, but in, in their in their offices they could have people. <laughs> we just back up the bus. What did you say? Brisbane young half. What? Well, this is one of those things we we're talking about earlier. where He just doesn't reveal all his cards. You know who? Gus or what? Danny. He's sitting on this yarn right now. What yarn? Gus flew up to uh, Brisbane and met with Matt Adamson and talk about Carlo Wapu's future. Okay. What can you tell us, Danny? You're telling the story, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Carl was the player that they got You're from telling This the isn't on the rundown, but we'll bring it up if you like. He, he He's the young player mm. that they signed basically on potential. Massive boom $500,000 transfer, transfer fee from the Bronx. Unfortunately, he had a, a really – done his – what is he done? He's, he's got an issue with his neck. He's got a yeah. um, potentially career-ending injury. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's um, serious. Which is being debated yeah. at the moment. About I don't even know if it's an injury, Chammy. I think it's actually something that – in yeah. him already, like he was born yeah. with it, yeah. and they've discovered this through an injury that he did have, or something that was yeah. something that was up with him. Yeah. So they they did scans and they found this out. Oh wow! Okay. So, well, can you explain then, like, where do the bulldogs sit on this? And I'm not accusing. I'm not anyone. the bulldogs. Sorry, you said you said to me, where do the bulldogs sit on it? <laughs> no, because I'm asking you a question which all fans are going to think. Oh, they're going to try and wipe him from the cap. He's no good. To Why them would now. you wipe? Like, was the Australian schoolboy? I'm captain? asking you the question. Then yeah. explain to me. Do the bulldogs want him to keep playing? Because I get the sense that Carl wants to keep playing. His family wanted to keep playing, but the bulldogs, from what they're getting, the medical advice they're getting, they don't think he can. Chammy, I don't think you can go against medical advice. Is it true they went and get got more medical advice, I independent don't know. medical advice? That I don't know. Who, Carl or? Well, yeah, the Oluwapu family have sought their own don't know. advice. All you'd I know. Doing, you'd be doing that if you were them. Well, apparently he had All two, I know two is that, yeah, two, there have been say, two specialists. Two specialists say that they recommend that he doesn't play again. Is that that's right? Pr- that's pretty strong. And then they've gone and got a third opinion, hmm. which is they've, they've sought themselves and they're saying that they could potentially – be a 12-month recovery and he'll be okay. Now, I don't know the ins and outs. I haven't chased it. I did hear, like, I got a call last week that there was going to be a meeting with Gus and Matt Adamson and a potentially Carl Oluwapu's brother. So Matt Adamson I don't know is, if it even happened. But it gives Matt Adamson manages Carl. He's the yeah, manager. He's the yeah. manager. Yeah. He's the former first grade. But yeah. it's a delicate yeah. one. Yeah. The, the Bulldogs at the end of the day are going to try and look after this kid. They're obviously, their priority is to look after the club. But if they've got a guy there that, who they've invested in long-term who may not be able to play, I can understand. Hang on, can't play. What do if, you I'm saying, if he can't play. Right. As in, he's in the, yeah. the neck issue. Oh, I thought you said he wasn't a good player. Oh, no, no. no. There's und- we saw that try score during yeah. the year. He's undoubtedly a good player. But I can understand the reservations from a club point of view. Everyone will turn around and say, oh, they're just trying to help themselves. But we, well, you they, know, they've got to look after themselves that, and the kid. Yeah, you've got to look after a person's health first. Yeah. Before anything else. Yeah. 
And if two specialists are saying you can't play or you shouldn't yeah. play or you're risking serious injury, yeah, isn't it your obligation to tell the kid you probably oh, – Of course. Yeah. But if you're the kid and you're the family, oh, I, I, how I old is he? 19? If yeah, that, yeah. Day, I think, yeah. And he's got the potential to earn 800 grand a year for the next decade. I don't know what he's on. But uh, potential. Yeah. Like if if, oh, uh, like yeah, if a club's he, paying got, 500 grand to get him. There's huge money ahead of him. He's got potential. Yeah. But do you risk your health? Uh, that's it's his body, his life. So. Well, is it the insurance will come into play? It if, will. If, if there's a specialist, won't cover that. If there's a specialist saying, saying, saying that, decision sometimes. it's a big call. It is a big call. It mm. is a massive, but it's a very personal call, is it not? But it, the, Like the, if he's getting conflicting well, advice is it that, To me, that's the issue. Is there a view from the family that the advice that they're getting from the first two, whether they're linked to the club or not, that they feel as though there's pressure on them to make a certain decision? So they're going out there to someone mm. externally who doesn't have any ties to the club and saying, okay, I can fix it. Now, I don't know if that's the case. I, I don't know if anyone can fix it. I don't, I'm not a doctor or I or just shave my arms. That's as far as I know. Mm. So Ready for surgery. Um, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> right. So I don't know. I don't, I'm, if, I'm not putting the blame on anyone. I, I just well, know the kid blame. wants to keep playing if, if and the club is very, you, very wary. If specialists yeah. are telling you you shouldn't play, I, I personally, if it's, if it's my kid, I'm saying you got to listen to the doctors. How was the meeting on Friday? I don't know. If no. it was my, how how long's his contract? How many more years sure. has he got? I'm not sure. It'd be a couple more. He wouldn't have signed him short term yeah. Yeah. to go to that. If it's my kid, I'd go. Look, this is wait. This is wait a couple of years. You're getting paid anyway. Well, I don't know if There's that. No rush. I don't know if that kind of thing is going to like. They obviously, will have the operation, but yeah. I'd imagine. Anyway. I'd imagine he'd probably get paid out. Yeah, but the kid doesn't like. Obviously, they care about money, but the kid has a dream, mm. and mm. he's but played he, a couple of games. Like he, he can't get insurance. I don't think. That, Correct me if I'm wrong. If he gets insurance, he can't play again. Is that the yeah. rule oh, on the insurance? I imagine oh, so. I'm not, if they're medically retired, if he's yeah, yeah. saying, yeah, I don't think he can. But even if he wants to play and, and the Bulldogs let him play, he might not be able to get the insurance required yeah, to yeah. cover him in case he does That's get right. injured. Yeah, yeah. I, as, I'll reiterate, very personal call for mm. him mm. and the yeah. family. So mm. wish him well and mm. hopefully it all sorts itself out. Speaking of um, young players worth a bit, Fifty million dollars, your your mate Hamish from. Oh, ex- why is he? Why is he? Why is it described as my mate Hamish? <laughs> because you love him. Eastern suburbs types. Well, I think he lives on the north side. Oh, does he? Yeah, Mossman. Mossman. Type. Yeah, yeah. Well, he can see the eastern suburbs. He can from see where he lives. I'd, I'd imagine that's. Castle. Castle. I haven't been to his house. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Actually, I'm surprised too. I've only met him like twice or three times. Suwaliti worth fifty million dollars. He Hamish says that's says. what he's brought in uh, for. I guess the publicity he's generated. Yeah. Oh, that old one. The, how, how did he oh, work? How did he work that out? Well, he's an expert in that area. Did you ask him to say that? <laughs> no. Oh, <okay>. So <laughs> no. you're talking media space, as media in, space, and pub, and like it has been a big talked about story. Oh, undoubtedly, like a massive story, and it has been a constant source of conversation. So yeah, I reckon he wouldn't. Just, What's it done for him? What? Fifty million dollars. What's it done for him? This we don't exposure. know yet. Well, he hasn't played for them yet. Okay, so it will be worth fifty million dollars. No, the no, exposure, no, the, the, the general million dollars. Okay, people of like you, Michael. Yeah, I understand. You write space. one of your yeah, but, columns, right? But and you write about it. It means nothing. Him. Fifty million dollars of media space. It does mean something. It doesn't. It hasn't actually yielded anything. Well, it's got rugby being talked about for whatever reason. They you want to. failed at the World Cup. They've got rid of their coach who was having secret meetings in Japan. They're getting talked about. Don't worry about but it. But they also have talked about it in a positive way for Suwali in well, a lot of, by a lot of people. I don't think it was positive either. Not by you. <laughs> Not from a rugby league. Not angle. from a rugby. No, from a rugby union point of view, people in, within the game are pissed off about the deal. But the, yeah. when the deal happened, people were going, "This is a great thing, great for rugby. It's put them on the map." Blah 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 yeah. blah. You you heard all that. Yeah, I don't know what map you're looking at, but <laughs> no, at yeah. the time it did. At the time it did, but yes, and there has been negative stuff as well. So. Yeah, mm. it's caused them more problems than good. 
Well, he's going to go. He um, he rang um, Hamish and rang Eddie Jones. Uh, I don't know if he actually ended up speaking to Eddie or not, but he rang them to say, thank you for everything you've done for me, uh, which is a nice gesture for, from Joseph, mm. uh, and said that to Hamish that he's going to honour his deal. So hopefully rugby does too. You're friends with Eddie, aren't you? You like Eddie. Uh, again, like you're friends with David Clemmer. You're friends with Eddie. We don't – I've never had a meal with Eddie Jones. I've never been to his house. Play PlayStation with him. I don't him. play PlayStation with him, but I have a – I have a professional relationship with him. Have you had a Zoom like meeting with him before? A Zoom – I've done Zoom interviews with him. Yeah, he likes a Zoom interview, doesn't he? Apparently he does. <laughs> right. Last one for today. You're yep. on holidays. You're about to be on holidays? No, I don't right? know yet. You don't know yet? What do you mean you don't know yet? Well, I don't know. <laughs> What, you just wait? I haven't, okay. got a, I haven't got an end date. Say you are. Give us an example of a time you went on holidays and it has to be when you got on a plane and went somewhere and you've lobbed and, oh, look at this, so-and-so from whatever club, a player's there on the same thing, a player Ooh. on holidays and you've bumped into them away. I don't have any money. Stephen Kearney, I, I had that. I'm going to sound like a snob here. When I was at Hayman Island for a few days. That's not too bad. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, he was there. He he wasn't happy. Like they don't want to see me. Like that that would be like going on schoolies and seeing your headmaster. <laughs> Worse. Can I, tell, can I give you another example? If you're I like, was, oh shit, why is he? I was um, <laughs> I had an apartment in um Bondi many years ago, and yeah. I knew the one on the same floor. There were six apartments, and there was two on a floor. The one on the same floor was for sale. Yeah. I went and walked. It was private sale. I went and walked outside to have a look at who's you know who's sort of lobbed there. Steve Smith. <laughs> Last time he was ever seen in Bondi. <laughs> so I don't think he was too happy to see me. Um, I've, I've been on holidays where I've had journos from rival networks stay next door to me, which wasn't, you know, Oh, who? Chris Reason was. Um, oh, Reason's a good bloke. Yeah, he's a good bloke. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Not, not so much. Well, at least it wasn't a sporting rival. No, no, no. no. Um, who else have I bumped into? No, I think from memory that's, I'm sure I've done in the past, but yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. I don't really go on holidays, mate. Oh. Your life's on Well, actually, you're working on holidays, yeah. aren't you? That's what I'm doing. I landscape, shave my arms, the thing I do when I get away. Landscaped and manscaped. What a double. <laughs> That's good from you. I Shall like we? that. Well I, done. I think um, Danny said it was a, not awkward, but I, where I used to live, Dylan Edwards bought a few houses down a few years ago. I thought he probably, he probably thought, oh, no, what have I done here? <laughs> yeah, he would have. He probably would have. <laughs> Then now, now he's, he didn't, didn't realise he dodged me, but next door to him is my brother. So good luck with that. <laughs> no, they're good, they're good, uh, good people, Dylan and Dean. They're uh, a few doors down from where I was. So, yeah, that's probably about as awkward as it got, I think. Mm. Um, God, my life's just always awkward with this. Yeah, you run into blokes and – It's more awkward. Phone's on, ringing. It's, more, it's uh, <laughs> Michael Carianis is calling. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, he's, we're having lunch after this. Oh, that's nice. Is that yeah. why you had to be done? That's why I showed a certain time. Oh, yeah. yeah, you said you brushed us for, yeah. Well, there's a few journos getting together for an end-of-season catch-up. I wasn't invited. You weren't invited, actually. No. Yeah. Deliberately. Yeah. There's a few of us that didn't want you there. Andrew Webster. <laughs> Webby? Webby's coming to lunch. Oh, pass my best to Webby. Your mate, Buzz? Oh, I can understand why I'm not invited. <laughs> anyway. Am I invited? Stop. I'm not a journo. Nah, well, you don't care. You, you, you last week you said you blokes, wasn't it? You like, yeah, hey, hey, you like. I think Buzz messaged before wanting to know the Christmas feud list. Well, are you on? Are you on Buzz at war or what? I don't know. <laughs> you don't like I play him? at war. Do you not like him? You've bagged News Corp a lot this year in your column. Do you I not, play at is war. it personal or is it just? It's never personal. Never? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, you don't get personal. No, I can't be bothered, mate. Mate, their rivalry 
spans millennia. Decades. <laughs> it doesn't just we've go. Had, we've, had a, we've had good good and bad periods. Yeah, but you respect him though, right? As a news-breaking journo, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Not as a bloke. Well, I don't know hey, him as hey, a bloke. Chammy, hey. <laughs> I don't know. Questions. Chammy, I don't know Buzz as a bloke. Like, I've never. Has he, have you always, like, we've got relationship with some of the journos. It's, it's not as. But I don't really mix with hostile any. Hostile as it once was, right? The journos, but when you I came I think he's through, off me at the moment. But the journos hated each other a lot more back then than they did oh, now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. Who hated you the most? Well, I don't really want to go into it, but oh, Buzz oh, yeah. was up, Buzz was up there. Buzz was up there. I'd say so. Well, does he get? Do you have arguments at games, or do you not talk nah, to him? Say hello no, to them? It was more just in? like more like a cold war. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. Bit, it's, it's very friendly at the moment, though. Not for me. It's not. Clearly, I haven't been invited to do the journeys. <laughs> we're gonna have a good lunch. Journeys lunch. Bag Grap, while we're there. No, no, we're going to Toddy's at Roselle. Who's shouting? Lee Hadjipentelis. Get, get a photographer out there. In shorts? Will I not get in? No. It's, it's quite a class. It? It's quite a classy establishment, Is it? Sammy. Mm. Especially with those hairy legs. <laughs> classier than what you're well, wearing Will I not moment. get in? Charlie, have you go, got pants you know for me to borrow? You need them, mate. Go buy, is it Black Friday sales. Go buy them. I'm yeah. actually serious. I won't get in with these. Oh, you might not. Chammy, have a good lunch. Oh, well, maybe. Danny, have a good arvo. Thank you, Adam. I'll take some photos. I'll bring them for next week. We're back next week for Footy Talk Journos Edition and what we – also want we're the we'll cockroach this, uh, podcast, aren't we? Yeah, no, yeah, survive nuclear holocaust is great. <laughs> um, what we want from our listeners, we're going to do a bit of a ask you guys anything. Oh, we're going to have to get it through the legal how, department. How are that? How are the listeners getting in touch with you? Wow. Well, we're going to have give our Charlie's Charlie's going to put something out in social it, media it's our through last the week. Podcast for the year, isn't it? Ever? Next week, so we want an ask the guys anything. It's a oh. free for all. Chammy, um, oh, just give Chammy's phone number out. <laughs> well, 042. No. <laughs> Thank you, gents. Have a good week. Thank you, Adam. That was Footy Talk Journal's edition. Stand by for next week.